0: Okay, welcome to episode 26 of the Freedom Hustles podcast. My name is John Banks over at Siding Command.com. I'm with Andy Lehman, as always, from the Freedom Hello, Andy. How are you? Are you all right? I am not doing too bad. Um, yeah, I've uh, supposedly
1: on a week's holiday, but I'm decorating. So as you can see, it's not much of a holiday. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. uh, painting seagulls is not my idea of fun. Um, how are you doing?
0: Uh, yeah, bizarrely the same. Actually, we had a uh, had some decorating to do, daughter's, daughter's bedroom, mm-hmm. and then we had a leak. You know, as the same you know, standard. You got it sorted? Wear and tear of owning a home. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not quite. It's uh, it's not leaking much anymore, but it's I still need to do a proper fix on it. Yeah, but that'll be out of my hands. I've got a plumber come out. Anyway, so on to today. Yep. What are we talking about today?
1: I'm just going to talk about the different forms of traffic generation because, uh, you know, we talk about online businesses and they are great. There's lots of great online businesses, but without traffic, they're, they're dead in the water, really. The traffic is yeah. the lifeblood. You need people coming to your websites or products. So I thought we would talk about um, different forms of traffic generation.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it is, isn't it? Like you say, people have these wonderful ideas and there's so many great websites and so many great channels out there on YouTube and stuff like that. And, you know, unfortunately, perhaps they're not getting the sort of, you know, the right kind of levels of engagement and, you know, traffic and rewards that they often deserve, but it's not an easy game. Is it traffic? I mean, there is, I'd say we probably break it into three categories, can't we? I mean, you've obviously got your free traffic, your paid traffic, and then, You know, your ultimate one, which is sort of traffic you own. So I think, yeah, if we break down this evening's uh, podcast into that, you know, so starting off, you know, number one, probably free traffic, you know, loads of different ways in which you can do that.
1: That's right. I mean, ultimately, like you say, traffic you own is the destination and free traffic and paid traffic is the way is is it leading up to the traffic you own. But with free traffic, there are um, there's quite a few different ways to get traffic to your website. Some require quite a bit of work. Um, Some work better than others. Some, I'm not quite sure if they still work today or not. And one of the first ones I was going to talk about is guest blogging. Now, guest blogging used to work. It used to be something that was really big in the old days because it was all to do with the links, which is more sort of SEO. But um, um, the way I think, Google have changed things now. You can't really have like a no follow link or there's all, there's all, there's all these kind of strange changes from when we used to do guest blogging. However, guest blogging can still work if you've got a reputation with a uh, re- relationship with the website and they're happy for you to publish on their blog because then you can hijack okay. their traffic. So if they've got a decent number of people, then you can write something which then points back to your website, you know, Forgetting about the SEO benefits of a link. If you go to a blog that's got a lot of traffic and you're able to write something, then you can hijack quite a bit of traffic over mainly over the 24 hours of it being published and then dripping, you know, drip feed for the next so many months, even a couple of years. But um so I guess blogging was one of the first methods. Now I don't know what your thoughts are. I mean, I don't know what the SEO yeah. quality is of guest blogging these days. Yeah.
0: Guest posting used to be a big thing, didn't it? I think um, yeah. it has, it has unfortunately lost its, I wouldn't say it's lost its appeal in terms of traffic. Why? I mean, people still do it. I actually, you know, I, I I don't see why anyone shouldn't do it, especially when you're starting out, it, it sort of builds a brand. It builds an awareness, you know, it gets you in front of, you know, perhaps in other, other people's audience and, yeah. and that sort of thing. So it is a good way, especially when you're starting out, you know, and I, I definitely think that that is something that should be on someone's, mm. you know, kind of little traffic rolodex when they're starting out. Certainly in the free ones, you know, let's best be honest. Nothing's there's none of When we say free, we we mean purely monetary. I mean, you are still going to have to spend a lot of time on this. But oh yeah, obviously you've got all the social media platforms now. I mean, we're not going to go into too much detail on all of them. Everyone is aware of all of that, and and you know the, you know the potential that you've got with that. You've got Facebook groups. Um, you know your own or get your own Facebook personal page same with Twitter um, and and LinkedIn as well which is gaining a lot more I mean I know it's been around a long time but it's still it's still a really popular platform especially in the sort of you know business to business world um, yeah. and, and the, the but the one I would say I mean if people are gonna if you're gonna if you want to go down the sort of social route it's not really a social media platform anymore but I would advise starting out on Pinterest yeah um, I was
1: going to mention Pinterest yeah,
0: yeah. The, the reason for that is it's a search engine now I mean it is it I guess it kind of you could say it started out like that but and it, and it did sort of start out in the very kind of um it, it was kind of sort of female niches if I can say <clears> that <throat> like
1: a scrapbook wanted where you
0: yeah saved you images
1: sort of, that you liked of
0: yeah you sort of build your little little boards they're called so pinterest boards up and you often you'd go on there and there'd be a lot of sort of interior designers there'd be a lot of you know wedding planners and you know garden design and there there was it was it was a very visual it is a very visual thing but now it's kind of transformed into a search engine so now you can get things like you know how to i don't know lay paving or how to you know decorate your lounge or you know Mm. and you can even get things like you know things that talk that we talk about you know things like top five side hustles for stay-at-home mums or something like that and you'll get this whole kind of list of results and they'll all be visual so they're all like like sort of mini infographics or you know pictures with with a title on it and that's to basically try and lure people in to then click through and it's probably i would say the most reward for the for the hours you put in and the and the reward that you can get back in terms of traffic and i mean real traffic um i would say it's probably up there one of the one of the best ones certainly for starting out
1: yeah, I mean, like you said about it being a search engine, with it being visual as well is a lot more appealing than going to sort of Google, um, because you can see uh, something that catches your eye. Because we're very, we are very visual creatures. Uh, but going back to the idea of the guest posting on the social media is like if you do guest posting on somebody else's blog, chances are they'll probably share it on social media, and they'll probably yeah. also put it on Pinterest. And Pinterest is great for um, traffic. We've had some um, quite a good. Mm-hmm sort of traffic from Pinterest on some of our blog articles in the past.
0: Yeah. I mean, exactly that. And and what I will say is there's a lot more longevity with some of this stuff. Yeah, you're on about – I mean, yeah, we move around the pets and sort of animals-related um, blog. That that was a really – that hit the nail really because of the visual side of it. And, and that was a really easy one. Mm. You know, you just whack it on there. And we were getting – I don't know, hundreds of thousands of you know page views from that, and that that went on for years. It probably, almost after we left it alone, it, it still kept bringing in you know thousands of hits, and yeah. and that's the beauty of it because it is a search engine. Basically, if anyone that goes in and searches for a certain query or term, you know, if something's already been viewed, you know, thousands of times over, then that's likelihood that's going to come up at the top of the search. So, yeah, I would I would I would recommend that. I mean, the other. <laughs> I, I don't think this is the holy grail. Everyone goes on about Google SEO and, and you know trying to become the sort of hands off and having your rank on first page. That is great. Don't get me wrong. That is great and good luck if you can get some articles ranking on the first pages of Google and all that. But again, the likelihood of a brand new blog listing on ranking on page one. <clears throat> Very quickly, I'd say within the first few months is is mm. really really hard. And as we know, Google can always change the rules anyway. And yeah, before you know it, you're on page ten, and no one looks past page one. So,
1: a lot of people like the idea of getting traffic from Google to their website for free because it's it's free, and yeah. they can generate money yeah. from it. But if correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't you not so long back tell me that you were talking to a woman who um, she was making. Well over a thousand dollars a month. I mean, at one point, I think there was like between one hundred and fifty and two hundred dollars a day on one of the blogs, uh, and the majority of her traffic was just Pinterest.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I've numerous times. Yeah. So that's I've free been... traffic
1: generating money.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All from sort of Pinterest. So yeah,
0: completely. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it can be done. I mean, look, but then I think you know, like this is going to lead us to where we're ultimately heading, which is obviously you know step number 3 but yeah i think the 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 great the great thing with these is it is all free so you can start now you know you don't need any money once you got your domain and your website up you can literally start and it's literally just about you know get your head down have a system churn out the content obviously make it something that people are going to want to read and people that are li- are looking for but you can find that out if you go on pinterest now just do a query and do a search at the top and it will give you a whole list of other options you know Mm -hmm. Uh, it's the same for google when you put in your google search what happens you get a load of suggested searches they're suggested because they're real so you know you can go in and start writing blogs around stuff that people are already searching for that's a great move but don't expect quick results and then just keep going and that that is you know one of the pitfalls of the free one is you aren't going to get quick results put it that way
1: you got to work at it, definitely. So just going sticking with Pinterest briefly, would you say Pinterest was probably actually better uh, and more important than Facebook?
0: Um, yeah, think so. I'm yeah ambigu- I think so.
1: I am Yeah, I'm beginning mm-hmm. to think it is for, for several reasons because first of all, like you say, Pinterest is a search engine so people can search for the content. It's visual and a lot of the time it sort of stays there. With Facebook, yeah. it disappears and oh, their, yeah. their search is rubbish. And the fact is they have that kind of edge rank where they show it to news feeds. Pinterest, I don't think, is particularly like that, is it? So for me, um, if you were to start a blog now or an online business and you were going to create articles or products and you wanted people to go back to your website, then it's probably actually worth thinking about opening up a Pinterest account over over Facebook and Twitter, actually, thinking about it.
0: Yeah, I'd probably agree with that.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I would probably agree with that. I'm just gonna we just we'll carry on the obviously the pod, but I am trying to in the background to have a look and um, while we're here and see if I can just pull up our um pull up our DR analytics on the um the website that we did used to use. Yeah. So the the animal one, which okay, so in the last this is bearing in mind we've not touched this now for what years. we're still getting 1,400 hits a month. And that is, source on that is, yeah, 80%. So that's 80% social Pinterest traffic. And that would have been, we haven't touched that for how long now? Two years, maybe? Three years? I think the last time I did something on there was at least a year and a half, two years ago as an
1: experiment. I certainly haven't touched it. We haven't done anything like we were. You know, we were doing things daily.
0: Yeah, so definitely.
1: you're still saying that we're getting around a thousand hits and 80% is roughly coming from Pinterest. Yeah, so that just goes to show exactly. you how
0: exactly they do gain a bit of strength. And, like you say, once they kind of take hold, mm. you know, they become almost that's a little rank, it's like a little engine. But there is the social kind of a social element because you do grow followers, you do get followers. So, obviously, yeah. when you share a post, some of it will go out to the people that follow you anyway. And then the rest of it will just get consumed in the search engine. And then eventually the ones that are good enough, they stick and they rank. But anyway, yeah. So that's kind Mm. of step one, but obviously there's a whole load more on that, but we can't really go into all of them, but essentially guest posts, social media, you know, stuff like that. Another quick
1: one, just another quick one before we disappear. Something like this podcasting takes time, but it's free to do. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. So, So, So number two, then Um. So we've done the, the free traffic generation, and I like would say there's quite a lot, uh, but the paid traffic is number two. So that's where you are basically now handing cash over to certain people to drive traffic back to your website. And the first thing that springs to most people's minds is Facebook.
0: Yeah, Facebook ads. Um, yeah, it's probably the juggernaut, that, um, obviously with the exception of Google. But it's certainly the social media platform of choice when it comes to running paid ads for the majority of marketers now, let's, let's face it. I mean, it does seems to have an abundance of more kind of targeting options. And I think that's the main reason why people tend to, tend to go there. Um, I think as well, the other thing
1: over, say, Google ads, I mean, Google ads are often evolving and changing. They can do banner ads and images and videos, but on the whole, with Facebook, you're landing somebody's feed and... They're often article depth, aren't yeah. they? I yeah. um, only just the other day I got uh, a sponsored post from a guy who I'm on his email list, and as I was reading through his ad- advert, because obviously I like to read the copy, I like to read what they're about, and I thought I recognised this. Um, basically, everything that he wrote in an email, he wrote into the Facebook advert and uh, shared <laughs> it, and it's like it was near enough word for word. I ought to go in and just double check. But the, a huge chunk of that advert was an article, which he'd use as the email. You know, so yeah. you can get a lot more wordage. You know, in there, people use videos as well and sort of uh, image galleries or whatever the carousels. Mm. But um, compared to Google Ads, which don't get me wrong, people still a lot of people still use them. If it's just an image with a couple of bit, bit of text or a video, you know, you can place them all over the internet can't you with us stick it on youtube yeah, yeah, yeah. and other people's websites but facebook you do get a lot more opportunity to say what your ads about your products about
0: yeah 100 um again though just okay you know unfortunately we can talk from experience on this and that is be aware of the rules um you are this is one of the downfalls of, of I think, number two, and that is you are always playing in somebody else's playground and yeah. you have to remember that always. Um, and at the drop of a hat, you know, things can happen. Your ads can get banned. Your your accounts can get shut down, you know, and you can, if if you rely solely on it, then just make sure you know every nook and cranny of the, terms and conditions and, and and that sort of thing.
1: And the problem is as well, it changes because, I mean, it used yeah. to be frowned upon sort of, they don't like the idea of running adverts for gambling products or anything to do with, you know, sort of gambling. But just recently I'm starting to see adverts on Facebook for um, sports trading, not necessarily calling yeah. it gambling, but there's, if they're talking about, it's the same thing it is the same thing and that years ago that' would have been frowned upon so whether they've relaxed their rules or not i don't know but you know so somebody could have had their account banned a few uh, a few years ago for trying to do like a gambling product only to come back to facebook and find other people illegally doing it now and it's like well, that's a bit bit pap but yeah. as you say you're always at the the mercy of their decision makers which can change change regularly um so that's the the facebook and that's google ads I mean, there's a whole host of places. I mean, like you said, buy sell oh, yeah. ads, solo mm-hmm. ads, um, sponsored content. That's very similar to guest blogging, uh, guest posting. The only difference is is that you pay for the privilege. Um, so if yeah. you've got if you if you're doing it free, you build up a, a relationship with a the website. They may allow you to do it, but basically, other places will say yes, you can, but it's going to cost you. Um, so you pay to have your article placed on. A very popular website, and even in people's emails, and we—I think we told, we spoke about this last week.
0: Yeah, you, you mentioned we, it. You saw it. You contacted the company or something.
1: Yeah, well, that uh, they that were time. charging around four thousand dollars. I mean, it was a huge email list, and you were sponsoring content within the email, so you could write as yeah. much as you want to as little as you want. And um, interestingly, I don't know if some people were using click click, arbitre, click arbitrage, which mm. is something we've talked about in another podcast. Um, but some of the content I saw in the email was um, sending people to sort of websites with videos on, which I think was just surrounded by adverts, so how much traffic Maybe. they were getting from yeah. that. Um, but, um, yeah, that's sponsored content. Yeah,
0: that's interesting because theirs was a one-off fee, wasn't it? So they must kind of know how much they're going to get back for that 400 quid and then well, – or $400. $4,000. Four, oh, four 4000 That was obviously for a mass email. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, they must have worked out uh, – blimey, yeah. I mean, if they if they can make four, even if they make four thousand five hundred on the back end, then you do it all day, wouldn't you?
1: I do, yeah. I mean, I don't know how. I, I I'm assuming that they know the the demographic of that uh, that email, yeah. and they've figured out what will attract them, and then they've created advertising or content around that which appeals to that specific demographic. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, four thousand—it was only just for the one email. So Blimey. you 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 send it out to it was near enough. Um, I can't remember it was, a bit about hundred odd thousand people. It was a big big email list. Mm. Um But four thousand. So yeah, I mean, even if you get four thousand people out of that hundred thousand, going back to the website, they generate a dollar. They're near enough break even.
0: Break even. But
1: yeah. um, it's a it was a lot of money. So that that yeah, is that is thing. sponsored it's content. It's one of them
0: things. Yeah. I mean, paid ads, there's loads of other ones like we should just quickly touch on. But yeah, virtually all the social media platforms have a paid um, ad you know, facility now. Um, some slightly less known ones, things like Quora. I don't know if anyone's aware of that. It's Q-U, um, Q-U-O-R-A, Quora. It's a question and answers site, basically. But mm-hmm. they've now started doing um, sponsored content in there yeah and then another one we talked about which we we have talked about it before but that's native ads now we've talked about it as from the um advertisers point of view so like you know making money from it but in actual fact if you flip the other side of the fence you know you become a you know you can actually use them ads on your as part of your traffic campaign um native ads uh we've not had a go at those i don't think have we but Actually, I think we did. Didn't we use Taboola once? Anyway, but yeah, so that's that's native ads. They're the kind of ones that sit at the bottom of the blog post. They kind of make out that they almost blend into the website, don't they, and look similar. But Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, <clears throat> Great way to monetize a website, but obviously people are using them because um, yeah. another place is rev doc, uh, revcontent.com, and I was looking at that, and there's, um, there's quite a few affiliate marketers and... Um advertising uh revenue marketers who are using places like Taboola, or content ad rev.com to place yeah. adverts in the network, which get shown on other people's websites, drive the traffic mm-hmm. back to their own website, and then they generate money from whatever it is that they're they're yeah. selling, promoting, or whatever. Um, so yeah, so I mean, there's a lot of networks out there, buy sell ads, that's another one. They yeah. uh, you can place adverts on big websites, things like Forbes um there's
0: the shout out one in there that we talked about the other week which is all about getting shout outs from like top sort of social media influencers and that you know they'll pay you pay them like 50 dollars and they'll put a little link on the top of their bio things like in in instagram and you know that it's good they'll 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 deliver you know they'll give you some traffic whether any or it'll it'll convert it's difficult one thing i will say just before we move on is if you're going to do paid ads then just scale very carefully. I mean, do not go in and just chuck hundreds of dollars at it and expect it to work. Um, It probably won't. It's like everything you have to test, 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 test. Um, It might take a long time and some money until you find your sweet spot until you find your target audience. And, you know, and that's part of the learning curve. Unfortunately, there's no answer. There's no right or wrong. We don't know. You know, it's, it's just a matter of discovering it and you know you could, it will you
1: could, <clears throat> Yeah, you could run ten adverts and out of those ten yeah. adverts, eight, possibly nine, could be a failure, but one will probably be a winner. Yeah,
0: but and then you kind of know then you sort of tweak that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Definitely. Okay, so that's um that's paid traffic. And again, paid traffic, like you said, with the free traffic, results take time. With paid traffic, you can generally get a quick result um to your website a lot quicker um and it's it's what a lot of people are doing really these days the, the successful internet marketers the people successful businesses that you are seeing on there who are giving these examples saying i made a thousand dollars this week whatever chances are they are running paid advertising hmm. because to it's going to take there's so much stuff on the internet and there's so many people going to different places to tr- try and get a lot of free traffic and start making a lot of money fast is is well, quite difficult. So paid traffic is what most of the people don't tell you. It's what a lot of the gurus yeah. do, is their secret source, really. Um then the third option, which is traffic you own, which is the the ultimate, that's what you're going to use free traffic and paid traffic ultimately for, isn't it? So you can yes. create traffic you own. So what's uh you tell us a little bit about that.
0: Yeah, so a lot of people might be thinking, well, what do you mean, you know, traffic you own? Or, or, you know, they don't, maybe they don't sort of, they haven't heard that term before, or, you know, they're, they're a bit confused by that. And basically, what we mean by that is traffic that you essentially, at the drop of a hat, can kind of control and send out. You know, one example would be in the form of an email list. Um, so let's say, you know, you've got 20,000 subscribers on your email list. And then basically, at the drop of a hat, you can compose an email. Say you've just written a new blog post. You could literally write an email out, say, you know, here's this new blog post, check it out, blah, blah, blah. Obviously a little bit more context than that. And then you just click send. And then that email will go out to 20,000 of your subscribers. Now, not all of them will obviously open it up. But essentially, if say you've just got a, you know, 20% open rate, you know, and all of a sudden you got 4,000 people that, have just opened and visited your website so that's what we mean when we say traffic you own um and that probably well no probably about it that is where you start getting the best result isn't it
1: yeah most definitely i mean you can also um i suppose you can say facebook groups um or even to a point facebook page fans are sort of traffic you owe apart from facebook are pretty rough uh, rubbish at uh, showing your content to everybody else but, um, yeah, so email is probably the ultimate. And like you say, YouTube subscribers, that's a big thing as well because if you're using YouTube yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and there's, <clears throat> there's some big players out there who are making thousands of dollars uh, a month off their YouTube videos, and that's because they have a huge subscriber base. So every time – because I've been in there before and I've seen videos that have only been released within like a, a few days or even a week, and they've been seen by thousands of people, and you go see their subscribers and you can see why. Yeah. Because they get them a notification. Which immediately, tells, yeah, yeah. You know, this says you're you're following such and such a person. They've just published a new video, and uh, yep. so people go and yep. see it, and
0: and you do, and, and that's exactly what happened. I mean, if you've got like they say these diehard YouTube subscribers and that, they will lurk they lump, they jump on the fact. That, you know, like if a if if a a channel that they really like and they they want to follow, they will immediately as soon as that guy has published a video you know, they turn the little notification bell on. So they rush over to YouTube, they get on it. They like to be the first people to comment on the video because that, like we talked about earlier, that is a little way that they then can, people read them comments and they go, oh, who's this guy? He sounds right. They then go over to their channel and that's how people can get subscribers their way. Um, So there's there's another one, which not a lot of people may know about, which is the whole kind of, you know, when you, get these like desktop notifications now um and you can get them on your phone and things like that. if you visit a website it says this website wants to send you notifications you just say allow or block yeah. so literally one click that's all it is you don't have to put your email address in name nothing like that you just click on it now they are really popular now they're starting to kind of gain a bit of traction um if you go to subscribers.com that's the website Um, You can sign up for a free account there and you just basically install the snippet on your um, website. And I think the free account, you can get like 500 for free. Um, And then you can start sending out those. And I've just started experimenting with that. And again, it's a, it's a quick way, easy, an easy way of just, you know, getting a little bit more traffic that you control and that, you know, you can start sending people to.
1: So basically every time you publish something to the blog, it sends out a message to all those people.
0: No, no, no. I mean, you—you um, you could probably set it up like that in the premium versions. Right. But on the free one, you—you you have to compose the message, and mm. then you just click send, and it'll automatically send it out to everyone. Well, if they're not on the next time they log on to that browser, they'll get mm. that.
1: Yeah. Okay. So
0: there's those three. I mean, I mean, you've you've seen the benefits massively, haven't you? Of you know an email list you know yeah and
1: time and time again it's feedback. yeah yeah it's tried and tested it's proven um it's just one of those things you know if you see a lot of products out there selling about email marketing there's a reason why it's because it works mm-hmm. and you know it does it's uh it's like you say it's traffic you own and it's one of those where unlike Google or the like the free traffic or the the search engines where you're, you're relying on people finding you or coming back to you by choice with email they've signed up for something you send them a message and you, you basically can point them to any direction you want yeah um, obviously like you say you know, there's never a hundred percent open rate right? not everybody signs right. up and then reads all the emails but you know they may may not read the next five but then one day they might see a headline that pops up and it's like ooh but you're getting straight into them. And uh, yeah, it's often easier to get people from an email list to your website than it is people from sort of social media or, you know, from Google.
0: Definitely powerful stuff. That's the sort of whole star, isn't it? That's where everyone should be aiming for. I think anyone anyone that builds a website in any niche, I don't care what it is, start from day one trying to collect um, leads in some form. You know, we've just Mm. given you three there. You know, obviously you can mix and match or use all three. But, you know, email lists, you know, web notifications. If you're building a YouTube channel, obviously try and get subscriber rate up. I guess that goes the same in social media. You know, you want to try and get followers and things like that. But I still don't think it's got the same appeal, like you say, as... as The
1: the thing with email... Yeah, the thing with email is is that um, I was going to say Facebook doesn't show your content to everyone with an email you have a similar risk of it falling into the spam filter and people not reading it. But, you know, you craft something and you don't necessarily need to have a huge email list depending on what products you are. I mean, you you know full well that I crafted an email not so long back and um, one person went and bought a product which made over $900. Yeah. You know, it's just, uh, you know, and that was just one email to one person.
0: Yeah. So, exactly. I mean, you
1: imagine having a product that, is necessary and needed and um, you send that to an email list of a thousand or two thousand or ten thousand you know so yeah. let's say that ten percent of those people sign up for the product which again is around nine thousand nine hundred dollars
0: yeah yeah you
1: know, and then do it again the next next month
0: and like you say that's own I mean, they've given you permission they've they've opted into your email list you know they've accepted that they know that you're going to email them back um, and don't worry about it if people leave. If if they leave, so what? It's just part and parcel of it. Hmm. Yeah, that's why the unsubscribe button's there. But, okay, so I guess we should just wrap up for tonight. Um, three methods there. We talked about three methods, obviously, to begin with. And I don't want anyone to dismiss any of these. I, I, We all still should be doing them. Do you know what I mean? As part of growing a business online, you still should be, you know, writing content and creating content and not promoting it. That's that you shouldn't promote and pay for everything, you know, still deliver, still give out free content and don't, you know, you, you should still be trying to get things ranked and things like that. But, you know, it's, it's a slow process. Don't think any of that stuff. I think that's not the quick wins, is it? And then um, number two, we've talked about paid, paid traffic and then, you know, loads of different ways. And my only advice with that is just go in with a little bit of caution. Um again you're not probably going to hit a home run straight out of the you know park on the first go. Um but it can happen. Um yeah, we've been we've seen that before where you can get some ridiculously cheap traffic. Um and then obviously it leads to the ultimate one, which is the traffic that you own. So that's the kind of wrap up for me. Do all three, but you wanna be aiming for the third one.
1: Definitely. Um yeah, if it depends on what your content is on your website, but I must admit I'm thinking Search engine optimization—that kind of content—is going to happen naturally anyway, whether you work on it or not, to a, to a degree. So, yeah. um, but I am actually thinking, if you're starting up afresh, I'm beginning to wonder whether Pinterest should be your main focus mm-hmm. compared to some of the others, uh, and then also um, consider Facebook ads. Again, it depends on what your your content is, or you know, running some paid adverts, because then it's it's healthy to have a balance of free traffic and paid traffic without yeah. bogging yourself down, without too much work. I mean, you can do, there's so many different ways of doing free traffic, but mm, by the yeah. time you try to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram mm. post, you know, you've, you sort of spread yourself too thin. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, like you say, ultimately you want to build up your own email list or your YouTube subscribers, whatever it is, so that mm. you've got a large following of fanatical fans, a tribe of people that you, who are already kind of pre-sold. So, yeah. yeah. There you go. That's uh, that's what uh, that's what I think sort of okay. focus well, on as both of them.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, thanks very much for listening. This has been episode 26. Um, my name has been John Banks. You can find me over at com. I've been with.
1: Uh, I'm Andy Lehman. You'll find me over at freedomskillsacademy.com. And uh, yeah, so thank you very much again for listening. And hopefully we'll uh, meet you again next week in episode 27.
0: Thanks very much.